When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Argyle Chat, the weekly Argyle podcast brought to you by Plymouth Live Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Argyle Chat, hosted this week by myself, Stuart James and Chris Harrington. Hi Chris. Hi Stuart. I say special because we are very pleased to say we have been joined by Argyle caretaker manager Kevin Nanskville, ahead of what is a massive match for the Pilgrims against Scunthorpe United at the weekend. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you for taking the time out to come and see us. I know you're a, a very busy man right now. Um, how are you settling into the role? Okay. Um, it's been obviously a whirlwind of a few days, um, but yeah, we're just ticking the jobs off and just making sure everybody's good to go for Saturday so at the minute we're okay no problems good to hear um, we did put an appeal out for fans to send their questions in and we've had an absolutely fantastic response I must say so firstly thanks to all the listeners out there that have taken the time out to send questions in uh, we'll start with one from Johnny Prout who's asking how did the players react to news of Derek and Paul's departure yeah I mean they, uh, you know, whenever there's a departure at a football club it's always sad news um, so we had a chat on Monday morning with the players in the changing room, explaining what had happened, and they were very sad and, and remorseful, really, because obviously, you know, we're all responsible for Derek and Paul going. Um, Derek signed all of the players, so there was a connection with them all, with the managers. So they were sad, um, disappointed, but, you know, on the other side of that, they're professional footballers, and unfortunately it's uh, part of football. Um, and they've now got to dust themselves down, which they have done, and, and get themselves ready for a, a massive game, as we've said on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. We don't want to spend too much time looking back on, on what's happened, because I think enough's been sort of said and, and written and spoken about from the weekend. So looking ahead to the game on Saturday, um, or, or first of all, let's just look back at, at recent form for our goal. Yeah. I mean, where do you think it's kind of the drop-off in form has been, and, and how have you gone about addressing it in training this week? I think when you look back um, over the last seven or eight weeks, I mean, at one stage, I think it was after the Shrewsbury game, we were up to 12th um, and we were really looking ahead of ourselves and above rather than below. We probably needed to get another three, four points to make sure we were safe. For whatever reason, we just couldn't get across the line. I think the Bristol Rovers game sticks in, in the throat a little bit when we were uh, injury time, that equaliser. And then the following Saturday, we went to Blackpool, two up with six minutes to go, coasting through the game, really, really comfortable to come away with only a point. Um, and from then on, it we just seemed to not be able to get across the line for whatever reason it was. Dropping form against Charlton for the first 45 minutes, I thought we'd done really well. Um, Barnes did we done really well, but we couldn't score the goal that would get us in front, which is so, so important in games of football, mm. especially at this time of the season. And then obviously, we, we know we've conceded at bad times, you know, and, and maybe a lack of confidence and a lack of belief in the boys uh, maybe has, has set in, and, that, and that's probably, you know, affected the results going forward. Yeah, and Matt, Matt Eastbrook asked, you know, how have you addressed that in the past week? You haven't got a lot of time, Kevin. No. I mean, no. how how are you approaching dealing with the players this I, week? I think you can just be yourself, Chris, yeah. and, and just you know try and get the boys to realise that they are good footballers. I mean, we we've taken on the best teams in the league this season, um, and competed with them and, and taken points off the best teams in the league. Barnsley away, we drew. Luton at home, we drew. So they can do it. 
you know, there are good players. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say it's been great because we're in the bottom four and we have to win to survive. So they're aware of that. But at this stage of the season, they can't get any fitter than they are. So it's just about making the training sharp and bright and lively. You know, we, we've got a game plan. We, you know, we've got a structure to what we're going to do. Um, Thursday, Friday, we'll, we'll fine tune that. We'll make sure everyone knows their roles and their responsibilities. And the boys will come out of that tunnel. I know absolutely dying to get going and, and the first kick off, the first ball, they're going to be chasing and, and running after it like you've never seen before. They're desperate to put right all the wrongs of the last few weeks. Um, you know, they, they're, they're good human beings and, and good human beings care and they've got a lot of respect for everybody around the place and their job. So there's no fear on that. We can't control what happens elsewhere. You know, we can't control what the referee does. The supporters might be able to control what the referee does. So I'm hoping that they... Uh, it can help us in that respect but what we can control is ourselves and we'll do that yeah I was going to say it must be difficult for you coming in in this sort of situation though because you've probably got your own philosophies and ideas of how you would want football to be played but obviously you've inherited a group of players that you don't have much time to work with so is it a case of sort of you know re-emphasising things that they've worked on and have yeah. worked well this season rather yeah. than you know changing too much too soon well I mean I, I haven't inherited them Excuse me, sure. I mean, I've been with them all season. So, yeah, sorry. You know, so I, I, I know what you're saying. You know, obviously now I'm making the decisions rather than supporting people who are making the decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just reiterating what we've done really well and what we can do and what we're going to try and improve on all the things that we've not been good at in the past few weeks. Um, you know, and putting it into plan. You know, and at the end of the day, the players know that they've got to put it into plan. I, I can't score the goal for them. I can't make the challenge for them. I can help them and put things in place. You know, and, and, and that's what we're trying to do at the minute. Michael Cresswell asks, Kevin, will you be calling any coaches, managers that you know for any tips or strategies for the big game? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm lucky, you know, football's a bit of a village and, you know, there's a lot of good people that um, have, have offered, to, offered their help. And I've spoke to one or two people, obviously, I've been on the pro licence and was lucky enough to meet some good people there. So everybody is right behind us and I've had some great messages of support. And I know there's lots of people I can pick up and speak to um, if there's anything concerning any names that you would want to give us? No, I, I don't, you know, I don't think they'd want to do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, you, you keep things private a little bit. Um, but listen, I, I'm, I'm taking things on from everybody because yeah. I don't know everything. You know, the, the older I get, the, the more I realise how little I know. So <laughs> as much as I can drain from everybody else, and we are all in this together. It's not about me. It's not about the players, the, the supporters. It's everybody. So... Yeah, anybody can help I'm taking it on board but at the end of the day you, you can sometimes have too many opinions and you can speak to too many people mm. because that can only cloud what you're actually thinking oh, so yeah. um, I've not spoken to loads oh. I've spoken to one or two just to ask their opinion on, on Scumfort um, and then we, we've got to go with what we believe in and what we do and stand, stand or fall by that yeah question from Paddy Cording who's uh, quite well known Argyle fan I'm You've probably seen the video of, of Paddy being tripped up at yeah, Sunderland. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, was there. Pa Paddy, yeah, fantastic. Paddy, was. you should have caught him. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, you were winning. You were winning. Yeah, I was right there. Let the team down there, Paddy. Um, how will you get the players motivated to deliver a must-win performance in front of a sold-out home park this weekend, especially when some of the players are probably considering leaving the club in the summer's transfer window? Uh, it's not hard. You know, I'll be honest with you, Paddy, it's a, it's a great question, but it, it's, it's not that difficult. The, the, you know, obviously, from following on from last week's game, I can only really repeat what I've said. The boys are really hurting in this horrible situation to be in, and only them um, on the pitch can do something about it. So they are motivated, they're, they're concentrated, and, and they're composed about their jobs. Yeah, of course, that's part of my job to make sure that uh, motivation continues all the way through the week. 
and doesn't run out of steam by Thursday or Friday and it's there at the most important time, which is Saturday at 5.30. But they are motivated. We've got a good group of people in there, a good group of lads, some experienced boys as well. Some boys who haven't experienced this situation before, some who have, which helps. Um, and it's not been difficult, you know. And, and what do I do, you know, to help them? I, I, I try and be myself, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But you, you just try and be positive around everybody. You try and take the pressure away from the players and you try and make them enjoy their game and enjoy their training and give them a structure to, to go and express themselves and play. In some ways, is it easier, the fact that you kind of know what you need to do? I mean, a draw you could say up, yeah. even a win you might not stay up, but if you go out and win that game, you, yeah, yeah. you've given yourself every possibility of staying up. I don't think you can think any other way, Stu. You know, we, we, we've, got, we've got to go and win the game, but and to be fair, as we do every game anyway, you know, I don't think you can set up to to not win because if you do that you can see you're in trouble or you know what's the plan then mm. so we're, we're, we're going out to win the game you know and, and in an ideal world we win it well we win it playing attractive football scoring great goals it might not happen like that but as long as we win the game you know whatever happens elsewhere is out of our control at least we can say well today we've done our job Lewis asks Kevin will you be assisted on the touchline on Saturday yeah good question again Lewis I, I mean we're lucky we've got Reese Wilmot who's the goalkeeping coach as you know um, and he's vastly experienced, so he'll be obviously a massive help towards me, yeah. to, with me. Um, and obviously we've got the rest of the staff, Paul Atkinson and yeah. Ollie, the strength and conditioning coach. So, you know, we've got a tight-knit group and, yeah, I've got good support and, yeah. And, of course, you have been a caretaker manager once before. Yeah. Is, is that experience going to sort of help you on Saturday, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think, like I said, as you get older, you, you, mm. you do get more experienced. Um, Thinking back, it was a long time ago now. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. Different circumstances. That yeah. was a middle of the season game, yeah. so there probably wasn't the yeah. um, the build up to the game, and there wasn't the the magnitude of, of the game. Um, but yeah, no, it does. You know, you, and then that's what your job is. That's what you you train for. That's what you prepare for. So, you know, it's your job, and you know, I'll, I'll do it the best ability I can. I mean, and have done, and will always give it a hundred percent. Uh, Steve Badham's asking will youth be given a chance on Saturday obviously it's a massive game for any youngster to come into yeah. uh, our eagle-eyed football editor Chris Errington noticed that Michael yeah. Cooper wasn't in the team yesterday for the under-23s nope. is he perhaps someone that's in your thought for the game or? no I mean the, the reason Mike wasn't involved in the game um, same as Alex Fletcher and that is just I want to keep everybody available and around yeah. um, you know you, you never know what's going to happen on training Tuesday, Thursday, Friday should something happen and, and Mike plays at Forest Green in the Central League and picks something up, then we've got a problem, you know. So yeah, everyone's good to go. There's nothing sinister in Mike not playing, apart from I want everybody available in the full squad to be able to choose uh, and draw on should the need be. You want everyone pulling together this week, don't you? 100%, you know, yeah. and, and the injured boys um, uh, are, are involved. Everyone's going to be in around the changing area. We're all going to be uh, together, you know, and, and together we'll be stronger for sure. Nath says, do the players know there'll be a sellout at Home Park on Saturday and is the mood in the camp positive? Yeah, it, if they don't know it's a sellout, Nath, um, I'm sure they will by come Thursday morning when they arrive at the ground. But um, the mood, uh, Monday I won't say it's positive because I'll be lying to you. There was a little bit, of, not negativity, there was just a little bit of sadness as, as happens in football. But Monday's training session was positive, was bright, you know, and we had a good chat, good heart to heart, and, and the boys are in a really, really good frame of mind at the minute. You know, I've spoken to uh, nearly all of them individually, and I'll get round to the ones I haven't done uh, on Thursday, but they're, they're all up for it. They can't wait, like I've said before, they, they just want to put right everything that's gone wrong, um, 
and I can guarantee you now that they'll be chasing every ball and they'll be running as if they've never run before. I think a lot of fans forget that you know footballers are mm. human beings. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's players in that team, Gary Sawyer's, yeah, Graham yeah. Carey's, that yeah, got yeah. our goal promoted, and it would hurt them so much, wouldn't it, if if our goal were to go down? They, I, I, they don't want that tackle. No, you, 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 spot on shot. I mean. Uh, Argyle, as we all know, sat around this table, is a special, special, unique club, you know, and anybody, and Chris will know, and you'll know this year from talking from ex-players and that there, anybody who plays for this club and leaves this club and moves on to, talks about Argyle in mm. such a way that uh, they don't have our clubs. Um, and I know I'm biased in saying that, but it's the truth. And we've got a group of players who have got that. You know, they've got that feeling. Once, you, once you're involved with Argyle, you, you, it's, it's in your blood. And these boys know that. They love playing for the club. You know, whatever happens after Saturday happens you know, but I, I can assure you and promise you now that they do care about this football club badly, deeply, you know, and they'll show you that on Saturday. Yeah, that obviously Saturday is very much paramount in everybody's minds right yeah. now, but looking ahead, there are people sort of wondering what the future holds and uh, we've had a lot of questions. Uh, yeah, Rob okay. Chapman sort of summed it up really when he said, will Kevin be sorting out player contracts after the game on Saturday and who's going to be responsible for the retain list? Yeah, no, I mean, Rob, you know, obviously it's in the back of players' minds and, and uh, you know, I've just said to lads, we need to try and put that to one side, which is difficult, but they, they have done. Um, no, I won't be sorting players' contracts out. Um, obviously, a new manager's going to be coming in. Um, I don't know when. I need to know as much as you guys on that sooner rather than later so we can move forward. Um, and what I don't want to be doing is making decisions on players that a new manager might come in and agree or disagree with when he's got a budget to play with so um, if asked my opinion I'll, I'll give it I, but it's not my role to do that and you know I, I'm, all I'm doing is concentrating on preparing the boys looking after the team for Saturday um, and after that uh, I'll be told by the chairman um, what my next step is. And that sort of leads to a question from Daniel Knight which is mm. an obvious one but probably a difficult one yeah. for you to answer but do you see yourself at Argyle next season being a coach? Uh, Dan, I'd, I'd love to see myself at Argyle for the rest of my life, really. I'd love to be a coach when I'm 100 with a Zimmer frame going around. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't think you guys in Argyle would want that, so um, I won't look that far ahead. Um, yeah, I, I desperately hope so. I don't want to coach and work anywhere else. Um, sometimes in football, that's not out of my hands to control that one, you know. And like I said, at the minute, it's not about my future because this the the most insignificant thing, really, that we need to be talking about and thinking about. So all we're worrying about is Saturday. Um, and and we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, we also asked for uh, fans to send their messages of, of support in. And, I mean, we'd have to have another three or four podcasts, I think, to go through them all. But um, one that I did want to pick up on was from PAFC Displays, who I know are, are planning another display, you know, and doing their bit for the, for the club on, on Saturday. Uh, they're saying, we're with you 100%. A message for the players, run through brick walls for us and we will back you all the way. A lot of the squad were in the team that got us into the division we are in. Let's show that fight and desire that got us up and hope it's enough to keep us there. Brilliant. Have you got a message for, for the fans, Kevin? Uh, no, listen, just just thank you for what you've done this season. I know it's been tough. It's been, there's been some tough times, you know, but there has been a few good times as well. So I think you just... Players need to stick with the game all the way through and we need the supporters to stick with us all the way through the game. You know, there's going to be moments in the game where it's not going our way, you know, and there, there may be a lull in the game. That's when we need you even more. You know, I've got no doubt that when we walk out that tunnel on Saturday, it's going to be rocking. The players, as I've said to you, will be, will be at it. I can promise you that, you know, but we need to maintain and keep that momentum all the way through, which is difficult. 
And if, if you guys can shout and sing and, and make a noise for 95, 96 minutes, then I'm telling you the players will run for 95, 96 minutes. You know, and we need to be together on that. And I, and I know we are, but it's, it's the moments when it goes quiet and the moments when it's probably not going our way that we, we need to stick with each other, you know, and I, well, I for one be stood at the touchline right at the front with the boys. If I could get on the pitch and run around, I would. They wouldn't want me running around <laughs> and playing because they've seen me in training. But yeah. we all need to be up for it all the way through, not just for 10 minutes, not for 10 minutes at the end or 10 minutes at the beginning. But I know that's going to happen and let's get going now. One, to one thing that strikes me, Kevin, is that when we've had big games at Home Park this season against your Sunderlands and Portsmouth, yeah. They've, they've always brought a big away yeah. support, the maximum that they're permitted because of the three sides. Yeah. Scunthorpe are not going to have as many this time. No. I've been able to sell more tickets in areas that sometimes are used by the away fans. So potentially the noise and the level of support could be even higher than we've seen earlier, earlier this season. Brilliant. You know, and, and again, I can't you know, stress yeah. how important that the, the buzz the players get off that, oh. you know, and, you know, as a player, when that noise, it does carry you. It does make you run a little bit quicker and a little bit harder. You know, and when the, the players know, and you have been the sports that have been with us all the way through, when they are with us like that there, we'll take some stopping. And then also it puts the fear of God into Scunthorpe, you know, and, and they're going to think, crikey, what's going on here? And we just, we need to make the most of that and we need to stamp right on it. Does their situation help you as well, do you think? The fact that they have to come down here and win. Obviously, it's going to make for, or you'd think it would make for a more open game. Yeah, possibly, you know, it could do. Um, you know, we, we, we know what it's gone for. You know, I've got a good idea what they're going to play. Um, you know, listen, we, we just got to go and do our job and, you know, not let, let, let them have too much momentum in games and score more goals than them. That's all that happens, isn't it? Yeah. And do. looking on the positive side, if you could get the win on Saturday yeah. and a result or two goes your way, yeah. what a relief. Yeah, what a really, that would be. Listen, you, you, you'd, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about that because, of mm. course, you think about it. Mm. And, you know, you want to be sat Saturday night, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, feeling, mm. you know, re- it will be relief. You know, you will have a little bit of jubilation, um, but, it, you know, it'll be mainly the feeling will be a relief. But we'll get there. And, um, you know, we, like I said, we need everyone together um, and let's see what happens. Yeah, well, if it happens, I'm sure you'll never have to buy another pint of Plymouth again. <laughs> so, uh, That'd be nice. <laughs> well, Kevin, as I say, I know you're a very busy man this week. So um, thank you so much for coming in. We really no appreciate you uh, taking the time out to do so. And um, I think we all agree we, we wish you all the very best. Wish you all thank the very you. best of luck, uh, Kevin, and to the players. And uh, we'll be keeping our fingers crossed for Lovely. you. Thank you Indeed. so much. Thanks for your thank time, you. Kevin. We are always happy to hear from you, and if you have any questions for our panel, please tweet them to our Twitter account, at HeraldPAFC, or visit our Facebook page, Plymouth Argyle The Herald. Thanks for listening.